1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more
2: details. Hyundai,
1: there's joy in every journey.
2: I hope that everybody out there is enjoying M.O.K. Day. And this will always be and has always been a very special day for me because I've always looked up to the legacy, and who Martin Luther King Jr. was and what his legacy is to this day. It's always meant a lot to me. And when I say that Martin Luther King Jr. is one of the top individuals that has walked this earth that I have looked up to, I mean that. He is one of the individuals, probably of all of them, that attended Morehouse College that I looked up to. And and he's one of many that attended that great college. And I wanted to follow in the footsteps of Martin Luther King Jr. and Spike Lee and Samuel Jackson and so many others. And I've never looked at Martin Luther King Jr., as a perfect man, right? Because there's no perfect person out there. Every human being has some sort of flaw. But Martin Luther King Jr., in my view, represented the best of us in terms of a, a, a man that wanted the best for human beings all over the world. That he wanted the United States of America to be a country that was going to be better with regards to how we treat each other. Equality. And he'll never, ever be forgotten. And so when when he was honored with this holiday, it represented some steps forward that I think a lot of people in the African-American community felt like was long overdue. And I'm, I'm with that, but we still have not fulfilled Dr. King's dream. There's still too much hatred out there. There's still too much racism out there. There's just way too much of all of that. And so as we continue to move forward in the world and we try, and when I say we, I'm generalizing and saying, you know, when I say that the majority of us are trying to get the world to be a better place for everyone, I think it should not be lost on anyone in that Martin Luther King Jr., was not somebody that just wanted America and the world to be a better place for black people. Martin Luther King Jr. wanted the world to be a better place for all people. And that's something that will always stay with me. Because I think that at times we get caught up and we try to minimize or, or maybe put a narrative or a twist on things with Martin Luther King Jr. And that he was only representing black people. And that's not true. And at the very towards the end of his life that was cut short because he was murdered, assassinated. He was speaking on behalf of people that were poor. He wanted better conditions for those people out there that were lacking the bare necessities. So it wasn't just about being attacked by police and brutalized because he wanted to be able to sit at a, in whatever restaurant or go into whatever grocery store or go to whatever drinking fountain and drink water or buy groceries, or do whatever, or not have to sit at the back of the bus. It was more than that. When we talk about civil rights and we talk about equality for people, it's a much broader conversation and discussion than just about one or two groups. And I think that that is the reason why Martin Luther King Jr., was somebody that so many people loved, but there were so many people that hated them. And so one thing about Martin Luther King Jr. that we must understand is that, yes, we have a holiday, but we also need to deal with the facts. And the facts are that when Martin Luther King Jr. was alive, so many people in this country hated him. Think about that. So many people in this country hated Martin Luther King Jr. And what do we do? In typical American fashion, what do we do? We prop them up and talk about how much we love the person after they're gone. And I'd rather us get it right in the end, but we got to call it for what it is. The people in our country right now that are talking about wokeism, the people out there in America right now that are yelling about CRT and all, you hated Martin Luther King Jr. You'd hate him today. If Martin Luther King Jr. was alive right now, he'd be plastered all over Fox News being hated. Politicians can miss me with the showering, showering him with giving him his flowers. And I hate when, when politicians that are so anti anything that Martin Luther King would have represented when on this day they talk about remembering him. No, I'm not going for that. But I tell you, when I, when I think about being a young kid, and I think about Morehouse, and I'm sitting here doing this show right now, and I'm looking up on one of our screens, and FS1 is showcasing Morehouse facing Howard in college basketball. It's because I wanted to follow in the footsteps of that great man. Austin Rivers. Guard from the Minnesota Timberwolves. He spoke earlier today, and he had several comments that he made about Martin Luther King Jr., because we know that on today, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, that the NBA, they're they're in action. They honor him on this day. And we'll start with Austin Berbers talking about what it means to play on MLK Day and take part in the celebration of his legacy.
3: To be playing on on MLK Day is is a big thing, I I think, for the league, especially considering that you look at the NBA and the demographic and what fills the NBA is is predominantly African-Americans. You know, you you always wonder what it would be like if they could somehow – Come back today and see the progress that has been made uh, for lives and the impact that he's had. You know, you never know if they do know. I like to think they, they do, that he's somewhere up there. And I think it's really cool now that, you know, we have, you know, a whole league, the NBA, um, that celebrates not only him but all the civil rights activists and that we have a day especially for him that we play our games on and continue to try to push the awareness of what uh, himself and, and all of the people and that time period did. So I think it's really cool.
2: Austin Rivers would then go to uh, talk about um, Martin Luther King Jr. and what he was willing to risk for advancement
3: of his beliefs. Just at the time period in which he displayed his bravery, uh, I think is just unparalleled to anything that we could see today. You know, you've seen some people take stands, uh, but it's, it's a popular thing to do more so today obviously than it was back then and for him to risk his life his family's life the people around him uh for the betterment of you know our people um you know it's just very special
2: and then last but not least austin rivers talking about his impact and how it's inspired him
3: you know mok was a visionary a leader and a person that changed the way not only for our lives of African-Americans at the time, but obviously what has led into today. And uh, I come from an interracial family. So people like him, you know, not just him, but people like him um, are the reason why I'm here today. So I'm obviously very inspired by him.
2: I appreciate the, uh, the comments from Austin Rivers. I love the fact that we're honoring um, Martin King Jr. But I think that this is also a moment in time where we have to wake up And we have to think about what's right and what's wrong in our world. And when those people speak up and say that things are wrong, that they should not be called out as woke or demonized the way that Muhammad Ali was back in the day. But, of course, we love Muhammad Ali today, right? Or the way that Colin Kaepernick was years ago. And we know that he will be given the same treatment, too. Um, if you have a thought on that, you can feel free to hit us on the text line, 651-461-9226. We'll also check in with Shaletta Brundage, host of the Shaletta Show a little bit later, to talk about Martin Luther King Jr. as well. But coming up next, we got a scoreboard. That's next year on the Lake Show. Back with you on the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Happy to have you listening. Hope that you're enjoying the show. Ninety minutes left here of the show, but in this particular segment on this MLK Day, plenty of sports action taking place, which means that we should do a scoreboard right now.
4: Hey, don't have to threaten me with a good time, H. But let's go ahead and start it off with the National Football League. No, 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 no. No, no start it no. off with basketball. What's today? MLK Day. Okay. So you want to start with? Uh, yeah,
2: uh, uh, what you think?
4: Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. Do you want to you want to tell us what's going on with your? No,
2: you tell us. Okay. Uh, you say... do the honors.
4: Okay. Let's I go. figured since it's your you know, they're they're your boys, I figured you'd want the uh, the honor. Again, they're on FS1, just underway in the second half. Howard and Morehouse right now. Uh, Howard with a fifteen point lead. Forty to twenty five. Yeah, they're
2: you dominating say? us. You, you can go ahead and say it. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. No,
4: is it the uh, the Howard
2: Bison? Howard Bison. The, okay. The Howard Bison. And, okay. and we're the Maroon Tigers.
4: Maroon Tigers. Okay. My right.
2: sister. My sister went to Howard, so she's feeling mm-hmm. pretty good. I okay. talked to her at the top of the hour and. And yeah, she's feeling really good. So, Andre uh, Iguodala and Jordan Poole are at the game.
4: Okay, because I, I know that you know, you were looking at, and then you actually called her, and you were wondering, hey, you know, who was the, the guy sitting next to Andre Iguodala? Yeah, because was, I wasn't. It is was,
2: Jordan Poole? Okay, you I thought was, it might have been Steph. I thought it could have been Steph, and the reason why I thought it could have been Steph was because um, it's been well documented that Steph gives a ton of money to Howard University because mm-hmm. he basically sponsors their their golf team. Of
4: course, Steph we know is an avid golfer. Yes, so, yeah, I, I, it would make it would make total sense. Oh, we're getting beat down, and uh, now that score has now changed forty three to twenty five after a baseline three. Howard up in Morehouse by eighteen. Uh, it's over. But, well, no, not not uh, it's a it's not a no, molly wop yet. Over. See, it's over. Not a molly wop yet, but uh, yeah, eighteen point lead there. Even though the Vikings lost, football does continue. And we've got wild card, a super-duper wild card weekend, a defensive battle going on in Tampa, both teams going three and out, it is scoreless between America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, actually, after the Packers, America's next, second-best team.
2: Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Is that what we're calling it now? You're not the only person that said that it's the super-duper wild card weekend?
4: No, they call it super-wild card weekend, but I... I I
2: think that's ridiculous. I think it is ridiculous. I'm with you.
4: I, I don't know. Is it because there's a Monday night game? Is that Who why knows? they call it super? I think it's dumb. Yeah, I mean, they're calling it super. So the super <laughs> wildcard weekend. Uh, no score between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. The winner of that will take on the buzzsaw, the San Francisco 49ers. I will say good thing the Vikings did win because that would have been ugly next week. But uh, yeah, the winner of that game will go to San Francisco and take on the Niners. Let's go ahead and get to some uh, some NBA basketball. We mentioned earlier on today, tough one for the Wolves at home, falling to the Utah Jazz, one twenty six, one twenty five. You mentioned Walker Kessler, a twenty point, twenty one rebound double double, uh, and to twenty nine points, but most of those in the second half. The Wolves now fall to twenty two and twenty three. Couple of, uh, One day off before they head to Denver, and then back home against Toronto. Uh, elsewhere earlier on, Henry, Jason Tatum dropped 51 Ooh. on the Hornets. Celtics over the Hornets, 130-118. to 118. The Milwaukee Bucks drew Holiday 35 points and 11 dimes there. He had to T.J. McConnell, a nice game for T.J. McConnell. He's been getting a little bit more run with uh, Tyron Halliburton on the shelf with the Bucks over the Pacers 132-119, the Cavaliers got 30 from Darius Garland as they upended the Pelicans 113 to 103. Jonah, oh wow, so yeah. they
2: rebounded nicely after uh, losing to the Wolves on Saturday.
4: Yeah, they did. A, a 13-point fourth quarter was really the the difference there. Okay. Cavaliers outscoring the Pelicans 35-22. I uh, Jonas Valančiūnas 22 points, 13 boards. That game he He's four. been a
2: monster lately.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, he's He's a really, really good player. Raptors over the Knicks, 123-121 in overtime. Fred Van Fleet, 33 points in that one. 21 points, 15 rebounds for Julius Randle. The Warriors over the Wizards, 127-118. Mm. Uh, Jordan Poole, 32 in that game. Uh, the Unicorn, Christophe.
2: That's why they're in D.C.
4: Yep, yep. And Kristaps uh, Porzingis, 32 for the Wizards. Of course, that was a home game for the Wizards. How about this? The Atlanta Hawks. Knocking off the Miami Heat, 121-113. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 28.7 assists. And uh, that outdid Jimmy Butler's 34. And the Grizzlies over the Suns. The Suns continue to struggle. Uh, of course, I mean, they are so undermanned right now. Uh, Desmond Bain, 28.6 assists. I believe that might be the, like the 10th win in a row for the Grizzlies. They are playing some really, really good ball. And one more game coming up in a uh, couple of hours here. The Rockets. Are taking on the Lakers and that is on NBA TV. TV. Yes, mm-hmm. let's get to the uh, the NHL. A lot of games in the NHL. The Minnesota Wild not playing tonight. They are uh, in action again tomorrow night. But let's go ahead and kick it off. The Lightning defeating the Kraken four to one and a shootout. Devils over the Sharks four to three. Avs doubled up the Red Wings six to three. Panthers over the Sabers four to one. Bruins shut out the Flyers in Boston six to nothing. Ah, uh, games that are underway. Nine minutes left to go in the first period. Blues over the Senators, one to nothing. Predators leading the Flames by the same score in the first. End of the first intermission. Islanders shutting out the Capitals, two to nothing. Penguins over the Ducks, two to one in the second period. Uh, they are in Columbus, but the Blue Jackets—they have not put the biscuit in the basket yet. The Rangers have done it
2: for ice. <laughs> they have not put the biscuit in they the basket. They have not put
4: the biscuit in the uh, basket. In the basket. Okay. I the, like that. The uh, biscuit in the basket, like boo boo. Like
2: the yeah, the Rangers
4: over the Blue Jackets, three to nothing. Stars beating the Golden Knights by the same score in Vegas. And uh, one other thing, I want to get to the uh, Golden Gophers. Unfortunately, they, I mean they had a very competitive first half against Illinois, but at the barn, the Illini used a fifteen point advantage. It was only a three point game at the half. The Illini up thirty five thirty two, but the Illinois fighting a line, I opened up a lead and defended and uh, defeated the uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers 78 to 60. So the uh, Gophers now fall to 7 to 9. Let me to do some, well, I could do some other. Uh, Top 25 college, I guess. I got 50 seconds left to go in the music
2: bed. Well, but there there was one in specific that we should probably mention in the Big Ten. That was Purdue and Michigan State.
4: Yeah, Purdue uh, over Michigan State, 64-63. Third-ranked uh, Boilermakers getting past Sparty in that one. 18th-ranked College of Charleston, 82-54 for William & Mary. Uh, Syracuse leading the 17th-ranked Miami Hurricanes, 51-42. 24th ranked FAU, I believe that's Florida Atlantic University, for those that like to use the Google, uh, over Western Kentucky, uh, 48 to 47. So uh, there we go.
2: All right, that's going to wrap up the scoreboard. Great job from Christopher Tubbs there. Uh, Coming up next, um, for me in this specific segment, a little bit heartbroken because my dream, one of my dreams has died. I'll explain what all of that means next year on The Lake Show. All right, today is a day in which I knew this day was going to come, but I was still like a kid in a candy store still holding out hope that maybe she would shock the world and that Maya Moore would one day pull a Michael Jordan and say, I'm back, not meant to be. Uh, Former Minnesota Lynx and WNBA star Maya Moore officially Retired from basketball today. The Minnesota Lynx star left the WNBA in 2019 to help her now um, husband, Jonathan Irons, win his release from prison by getting his 50-year sentence overturned in 2020. They married soon after uh, his release, and the couple had their first child, Jonathan Jr., Back in February, first off, I want to say congratulations to Maya Moore, uh, one of the best um, basketball players that we've seen play. Phenomenal athlete, um, she won at all levels. Spectacular at the University of uh, Connecticut, spectacular in the WNBA. Um, just, I mean, just amazing part of the fabric of Minnesota sports, a champion in Minnesota sports with those WNBA titles. So I look at Maya Moore, and I'm so thankful that she was a part of our our state, our city, um, our sports scene, remarkable person who cares about everybody, strong in her faith, But man, it, it, it's—I'm always going to be a little bit heartbroken. Okay, I'm happy for her. Don't get it twisted. I'm happy for her, but always going to be a little bit heartbroken. I'm going to tell you why. She stepped away from sports in her prime. Maya Moore stepped away in her prime, and. If you are a Lynx fan or Minnesota sports fan, don't ever think that that didn't alter the fate of Minnesota Lynx basketball because it absolutely did. Do you think that five years ago that anybody in Minnesota thought that Maya Moore would not be playing? No one thought that. She walked away in her prime. And we should never be better at her for that. No one should be mad. This woman is living her life, and her story is going to be remarkable. And her story is going to end up on a big screen someday. This is something they're going to make a movie about. But I got to be honest with you guys. As a sports fan, I always held a little bit of hope that, well, maybe Maya will surprise us at some point. Maybe Maya Moore. We'll, we'll say, hey, I'm coming back to the links. I know you got a good young squad now and we weren't that you know we weren't that great last year, but maybe she'll come back and she'll elevate us back into being you know maybe she'll and, and I'm, I'm this is where my mindset was. I was like maybe she'll just like pop up one day and she'll be like shredded and lean mm-hmm. and all that stuff whatever and she'll be like yeah, I had a baby but boom I'm back I'm ready to tear up the league again. It's not happening. But congratulations on a remarkable run.
4: Not very many people would step away from a career like hers at the height and follow their convictions to do something that she was very passionate about. Yes. I I mean I understand where you, know, you feel like as a sports fan, we got cheated because we got cheated out of more, out of the best of, no pun intended, one of the, you know, Maya more more for more. We wanted more. But at the same time, like how many people would be secure enough in who they are in the belief that she's like, I see this injustice. I see something wrong with this individual in Missouri, by the way, Jefferson City, Missouri. I've been there. Yeah, I have, too. I used to work in Jeff City.
2: Jeff City, baby.
4: Jeff City. Yes, sir. Capital of Missouri.
2: That, that's that's where um, that's isn't that also where um, is that also in that we Lincoln. Uh, 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 what all is in Jeff City right now?
4: Uh, well, I, I, I used to work for Learfield. There's a bunch of things in, in Jeff city. It's just, it's about 45 miles South of Columbia and Columbia is where the university of Missouri is at, but she
2: Lincoln went university. Lincoln well, university. That, that's yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah Cause yeah. I had a cousin that went to Lincoln university. Okay. Yeah. And then my mom's, uh, um, um, one of her really good friends. And then mm-hmm. my aunt went to Lincoln university okay. many, many, many years ago. Yep.
4: Y- yep. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I know Lincoln, uh, I wasn't sure where I was going with this, but
2: how bad I sure. No, 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 no. Well,
4: you can tell it's not. I mean, I'm you distract me with a
2: you know a set <laughs> no, of keys, all and I'm like, oh, it's all, it's all good.
4: You know, shiny objects make me drool.
2: But no, no. But what you were saying was is that you're talking about Jeff City in relation to um where Jonathan Irons was, Ye- who, who's 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 now married to my to, to my
4: amor. Yeah, yes, t- to to take up his cause. His yep. cause. Yep. Yep. Of the wrongful conviction and feel that strong about somebody that she didn't know anything. Like, I mean, to my understanding, she didn't know him, but she saw the story story. and she was compelled enough to step away. And then this ended up being like this whole another part of her life. And she feels so comfortable with that. And being a mom and being a wife, like that is where she wants to be. And kudos because we just – we don't hear that very often.
2: This is this is where people have to understand that as much as you look at athletes and we talk about wins and losses and all that stuff, some athletes just aren't – that's not what it's all about. It's not always about the it's money. It's a part of their life. It's, yeah. not, it's not their
4: it's life. It's not
2: their life. It's not the wins or the losses mm-hmm. or how much money you got and all that stuff, whatever – like with Kaepernick too, it wasn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some people have a greater calling. They
4: like, they they are not they are not identified
2: by their job. Exactly. And, and so, like for instance, and I say this to people all the time, and it comes across as maybe a little bit weird, but people will say, you know, hey, you're that guy from radio. I see you do TV on Channel Nine. All this other stuff, whatever your talk shows, whatever. No, I just I do that stuff, but that's not who I am. Like I I'm just. In my eyes, and I know that I, my eyes are just, it's my eyes, and you view me differently, but I'm just like a regular dude. I want people to treat me like a regular dude, and look, I get it. People have said, no, like you're not just going to get treated like a regular dude. That's not realistic, but I'm just somebody that I'm thankful for having a voice, having the platform, whatever, but I don't define myself by this job because if you took away – the media thing from me or whatever. Mm -hmm.
4: It doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change who I am. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like people, and and this was the hard thing when I was younger, like I had to be identified by what I did. Cause to me, some people take their job as a status symbol. Like if I'm doing this, I feel like I'm successful. I feel like, you know, I feel like I should be viewed higher. And that's sup- such a, a superficial way to look at it. There are people that
2: there are so many people in this profession that if you took away the job, they would know how to cope.
4: Yeah, it's 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 the vanity.
2: It's their identity.
4: Y- yeah, it, and that's the thing. It's like I I tell people I'm like this is my job. This is what I do to pay my bills. But at the end of the day, it's not who I am. It it's. It's what I do, but it's not who I am. And it, it took me a while, Henry. It took me a while to figure that out. And I'm just so glad for Maya Moore that she figured that out a lot earlier than I did. Yeah. And there are some people, unfortunately, that, that never
2: figure it out. Yep. No, I, I give her a lot of props. All right. Uh, we will take a break. It's time for headlines. That's next year on The Late Show. All right. Let's dive into headlines with Christopher Tubbs here on News Talk 830 WCCO. The Lake Show on MLK Day. That's how we do things. My Morehouse Tigers getting whooped on on national TV, but it's all good.
4: Well, this will not make you any happier if you are a fan of the great Minnesota get together. The Minnesota State Fair is touting a bright future following this this past weekend's Board of Managers meeting. What the group also did is raise entrance fees for the mm. 2023 Great Minnesota Get Together. Regular gate admission for adults is now $18. Kids ages five to 12 will pay $16 to get in. pre discount admission tickets go to $15 each on February 1st. Then you can get it for $14. All those new prices are a dollar more than last year. Outgoing State Fair General Manager Jerry Hammer says rising costs for fair production. Public safety, facilities, upkeep, and other services are the reason for the price increase. One thing that's not changing is that kids four and under get into the Minnesota State Fair for free. It begins on August 24th and runs through Labor Day, September 4th. I'm four. It? You're I'm, for it? I'm, I'm four.
2: T? Say Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. What is that? I want to get in free. I don't want to pay. 18, I don't want to pay eighteen dollars. You, 18, don't, but you know what? You no. don't look a day over three and a half. Thank you. I appreciate Life. that. What was that? Will I get carded? Uh, pre- I don't know.
4: <laughs> oh man, you are you're something else, like. No, you were gonna say. You know, we'll just go on. Nothing.
2: The next story. No, but 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 no. What I was saying was, is that eighteen bucks. I know mm-hmm. it's a price, but it's a dollar. Increase. That's like, the thing. But I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that we're lucky that it's not a lot more. Yeah. And, and, let, and let's be honest. Do you think that if if they char- if they raised it to twenty bucks, would that stop people from going to the Minnesota uh, no. State Fair? Everybody will be there still.
4: Yeah. This is not going to change.
2: And it's one eventually either. going to get to twenty at some point.
4: Yeah. <laughs> In the next I mean, couple of years. Well, you know what? And and that's okay. But I mean, you think about everything that it's going to cover. Yeah. Security rising costs, like, I totally understand. One dollar, that's cool. Hey, former Vice President Mike Pence spoke at a church in Dallas yesterday to promote his autobiography. He he spoke during a service, Be Nice, with Robert Jeffries, Senior Pastor at First Baptist Dallas. Quote, the calling of my life and of our lives has always been public service, he said, choosing the title for his book, So Help Me God. Wait, wait, wait. What was the name of the book? So Help Me God. (laughs) Well, a lot of us say that of Mike, Mike Pence but for different reasons. Now, he said he couldn't be more proud of the work of the Trump administration, saying the administration strengthened the military, oh, secured the border, and revived our economy. Um, he said his faith informed me and sustained me on that day. said the Bible says in Psalm 15 he keeps his oath even when it hurts. And I have some familiar uh, familiarity with that. Pence last appeared at First Baptist in 2020.
2: He's proud. Of, I can't with that guy, mm-hmm. man. I'm sorry, dude. Anyway, yeah. can we just move past my... I want Mike Pence to go somewhere, sit down, and I don't want to hear from him again. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You know, that's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. He, he doesn't honestly think that he's running for president, right? Oh, he... Yeah, he thinks so.
4: Absolutely. You don't... Yeah, he's... He thinks that... Something special is is going to happen. He thinks that something special is going to happen. Anyway, I, I never did ask you, are you a, are you a Swifty?
2: I, I like some of her songs. I, I can't tell you that I'm like all about the catalog or anything like that or whatever, but she got some cool songs. OK? Well,
4: apparently, Chicago's got some bad blood because Taylor Swift fans and despondent singles alike will be able to visit a Swift theme breakup bar. This Valentine's Day in Chicago. the time Shake it off. Now, the pop-up venue is named Bad Blood in homage to the song from a 2014 album, 1989. Yeah, Bad Blood. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't play that one. I I was going to, but I... You didn't want to
2: make it too obvious.
4: I I didn't want to make it too sad. I got you. I didn't want to, you know... Now you got Bad Blood. (laughs) See? You're a Swifty? Oh, I'm a Swifty. Oh, I I would love to see T. Swift.
2: I just I used to Hannah's a Swifty.
4: Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm actually more of a Swifty than she is. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. I'm more of a Swifty than my twelve year old. Not even a a shame, but unfortunately Taylor will not be there. Uh they said, but it's I just think it's a cool thing, and you know they're gonna do monster business. And finally, a spike
2: in egg. Yeah, price. anything that has her name attached to it or yeah. aligned, associated with like Wait, but does she have to sign off on this or?
4: Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I mean, you can't use yeah, her name, image, yeah. and likeness without her getting a little bit of cut. Yeah, That's NIL. The, yeah, the, yeah, NIL money for Taylor Swift. That's the one thing that I really appreciate, though, uh, about Taylor Swift is the fact that she is a very smart businesswoman. Like, she is incredibly smart. Unlike Tom Brady, who just threw an interception in the what end What is he doing? What was that, dude? Uh, uh, yeah, hit yourself in the head. You dope. You poop wow.
2: like What you. a terrible... what uh,
4: Terrible throw. Terrible throw by Thomas Nathaniel Brady. Shame on you. <laughs> you
2: know his middle name? No,
4: I'm just... He looks like a Nathaniel. Oh, okay. Hey, and a, uh, a spike in egg prices has squeezed customers. But even with the rising cost of its own, the leading U.S. egg supplier... Found that it can make even more money out of every egg. Cal Maine Foods is the largest producer and distributor of eggs. They sell to Farmhouse, Sunup, Sunny Meadow, Egglands, and Lando Lakes. Their profits increased 65% over the last three months. That is what? ridiculous how much money that they're making.
2: That's crazy.
4: Yeah. That's like, insane, dude. My wife went out and she got eggs, to, you know, she got like a dozen eggs. I'm like, how much you pay? She was like four something. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I didn't realize they were that expensive. I'm like, oh, man. But, hey, man, y- y- you need them. Like, you need eggs to cook. I love eggs. Eggs are awesome.
2: I also love Shaletta Brundage, host of The Shaletta Show. She joins us next to talk about Martin Luther King Jr. on a Blake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.